Okay, on the count of three, everyone say their favorite video game. One, two, X-Men Children, Children of the, the Atom. Okay, okay, okay. What's the best game console of all time? One, two, Nintendo, Nintendo Virtual, Virtual Boy. Boy. Oh my god. Okay, okay. Name the greatest lead character in gaming history. One, two, Gex, Gex the, the Gecko. What? Do we just become best friends? Yep. yep. Do you guys want to go do some karate in the garage? Yep. Nope. All right. I'll grab the nunchucks. Welcome back to the Karate in the Garage podcast. I'm your host, Mason Merrill. And with me, as always, I got Weston and Aaron. What's up, guys? Yo, yo. Not me always. I've only been here for a few weeks, but it's been, <laughs> yeah, a, it's been a wild you ride. you continually mess up the intro already, and you've yeah. only been here three weeks. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Yeah, I'm going to leave that part in. <laughs> you can leave it whatever you want baby feels great baby so uh so how's it been going weston man <clears throat> going good just uh you know same as always loving life working hard uh playing some good video games that uh some for the podcast some for not but um yeah i've actually gotten back into pokemon platinum oh, it was wow. my brother's yeah brother's favorite pokemon game and i never played it so he had a 2DS lying around, and I've 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 got back into that, and it's been really enjoyable. You know what? I was going to ask you this question before we got to get into our game. Is no. um, now that you've played the old ones and played like uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, do you kind of miss the 2 dness of just like old Pokemon games, or do you <laughs> like the new style? Uh, I mean, I like both styles, so it doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't bother me either way. I like the newness of it and being able to play like on a television, and but it mm-hmm. doesn't really feel like a traditional pokemon game even though it really is you know yeah. yeah i i like sword and shield just fine i you know it has its problems but i didn't mind that game at all and it looks really good and everything but like going back to the original just like little man who's running around like in a 2d world type type deal oh it feels really good I've, I've really been enjoying it I mean, does Sword and Shield even, like, do they, like, is the combat any different, or is it, like, basically the same thing as it always has been? No, it's no, basically th- the same, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. about the same. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's just I, playing, like, a Pokemon game on the yeah. the uh, console, you know, on the big yeah. TV, which is nice. I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's cool. fun, but I yeah. like the 3D world, but, yeah, I mean, I guess that's my thing, is, like, if... If they were really going to innovate the series at this point, I've kind of gotten, I've been, I mean, a Pokemon fan since I was a little boy, but like, I think this, they just don't innovate it enough to really make it interesting to play the like actual like, uh, canon games anymore for me. I don't know. Yeah. So you're playing Pokemon for platinum for DS, not 3DS, right? Uh, it's, well, it's 2DS, so it's, it would be 3DS normally, but it's just a 2D, it's a 2D game. But, but the game, it's, it's, it was made for DS, because I remember buying Platinum uh, back in the day. Yes. So, okay. it, yes, it was, because it was, um, Diamond and Pearl, which were yeah. right after Ruby and Sapphire, so, and this is Platinum, which is a very, apparently a very similar game, but they did change the story, actually, in the game quite a yeah. bit. Yeah, so funny story about that yeah. game. I actually bought when that game came out. I bought it with your brother when he was like ten years old. <laughs> nice. Oh, really nice. Yeah. yeah, you were living in Mexico at the time, and we, uh, we, were, I was, I lived with your family, and I was like, "Hey, man, you want to go get a, the new Pokemon game?" He's like, "Yeah, of course." A ten-year-old nice. wanted to go to GameStop. So, <laughs> yeah, so for great. sure. Good times. He's twenty-one now. 
Yeah, it's it's strange because I'm the one who's you know I'm thir- we're all thirty and he's twenty one and he's like I mean he still likes games and we still play together and he still likes Pokemon but um it, you know it's just weird how the things you liked if they're really good I guess because there's some you know shows that you kind of go through a small period of with and then you get out of it and you're like oh that was actually really stupid it's just because my age yeah. but Pokemon yeah. was one of those that it's like no this is this is legitimately good yeah it transcended for sure. And they kind of oh, like, yeah, they've done enough for the older fans too, as well, you know, to keep them engaged. So anyway, right. I don't really watch the cartoons, but definitely the games are, are fun and just cool for all, you know? Yeah. I mean, it'll be nice once um, your son or both of y'all's sons get into watching the cartoon again, because Dude. there's some, <laughs> oh, they there's some really good ones and there's some yeah. really bad se- seasons. Yeah, I oh, know. Yeah. A- Axel is like heavily into uh, Digimon and Pokemon right now. He's been going through it all. I bought some vintage comics and stuff, that, some Digimon stuff that he's been just loving. So it's, he's like right in that age to like really start getting into it all. Yeah, I know. Both my kids love Pokemon. It was funny actually because I went upstairs the other day and they were playing up there together, and they were they were like shouting like i choose you like and just like making up <laughs> random pokemon names and they were like explaining what their pokemon's powers were and just like making it up like making yeah. up their own pokemon and it was the cutest thing on the planet it was so dope you're like i'm such a proud parent right now i know i'm like i'm nice. such a good dad like oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah literally me and axel every time i get home now he's just like can we look at the can we look at the digimon graphic novel can we look at the i have like these vintage coloring books that i had from when i was a kid and like every day we like look at those and i showed him digimon world which we actually played on this podcast and he just like loves it he's like daddy can we play that digimon game (laughs) that's so great that's so great i love it i forgot we played it man i i really enjoyed that game dang yeah yeah i love that game yep yeah so anyway that's cool so you've been playing some of that aaron what have you been playing um, I've been playing a little bit of a mix um, of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, I got that on Stadia. Well, it was on sale for 20 bucks just to kind of prep for Valhalla coming out. Nice. And that is super sick. It's if, um, if you're listening and you haven't had a chance to play it yet, it is super duper good. This segment um, brought to you by Google Stadia. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Oh, they. I've got more to talk about on Stadia later. Don't you worry about that. Um, but yeah. So so that's that's been a lot of fun. Um, and then I've also they had on the Epic Game Store they're doing like um, free games every week, and they had um, C- C- Civilization Six <gasps> come out I for got free. It. I got it too, and I played a game. First yeah. Civilization game I ever played. It was it's it was fun. I really liked it. Incredible. Yeah. It's it's so much fun. I really so glad really, you brought that up. Yeah, I've been I've been a little bit a little bit addicted to that because it's just like it's weird like it's it's like it shouldn't be relaxing because it's very strategic but it is also still kind of relaxing because it's so turn based and you can yeah. just and you can really take your time with it because like I played religiously played Starcraft when I was a kid mm. and that is like hardcore strategy and being super fast at the same time so Civ is just a really nice kind of step. Uh, apart from that as far as like being able to kind of take your time and really strategize things and uh, and use like logic and reasoning as far as dealing with other nations and stuff like that so i've been i've been enjoying that a, a lot as well i like history games but yeah, yeah that's, that's i like been civilization really... i've always liked those games i, I need yeah. to pick that up for sure yeah, yeah, yeah. i think it we goes away on i yeah, think it goes fun. away on th- oh yeah we should actually because i think it goes away tomorrow it's but yeah it's free for like anybody on the epic game store right now 
Um, and it's only like six gigabytes. Like it's not even a big yeah. game if you have if you yeah, have. Yeah, we kind should of pick like that a... up and play. Sometime. Dude, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you have a Mac though, so I don't know I, if well, that's gonna be. I think it's on Mac. Play. Yeah, you, it's on Mac. It's, it's on Mac. You can play. Through... Can you crossplay? Yeah, you can crossplay. Oh, okay. okay crossplay cool. anything these days. That's true. true. That's true. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've been playing some. Uh, just I got back into Super Smash Brothers Ultimate recently. I had mm-hmm. not unlocked all the characters, so been playing that a lot just chilling with the kiddos and then at night i got back into uh final fantasy 7 so yeah making my way through that oh, game. Nice. just beautiful oh, I still lovely got, game i gotta pick that up yeah just like making my way downtown yeah so cool um yeah but anyway so and then obviously our podcast game which is a nice segue into x-men children of the atom <laughs> that was a pretty good segue it's a terrible game but it's a pretty good segue uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically this game came out in um North America January 5th, 1995 on the arcade platform and then in 1996 it was released on Sega Saturn and 1998 it was released on PlayStation and uh 97 they released it on PC actually. I skipped over that. Um So dev- qu- qu- question, why would they yes. why would they even release this game on PlayStation before we even get any further? Well, it, just why? I'm just yeah, wondering. It's, it's a money they, grab, dude. Like I guarantee. Yeah, and they staggered I, it out so far too. Like right, one yeah. year yes. after the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they do that sometimes. Like I and I honestly, I mean, this is just me just purely speculating because I don't really know, but like my assumption would be they probably launched it on PlayStation for like 20 bucks or something like that. Cause PlayStation was more popular than Sega Saturn at that point. Um, but, but, you know, just, just like launch it as like, like a greatest hits style $20 game. And they probably made a decent amount of money. I mean, it's not like that costs them anything really to re-release it on a PlayStation after they put it on the Saturn on a disc, you know, or yeah, PC and- on a disc too. And it actually, it looks like a, for the PC version and the um, PlayStation version, a different developer picked it up. So I get sometimes mm. when developers buy different properties, they will um, re-release them like that, you know? So, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So I wonder Pro, if they made it better on either of those platforms. I don't think. I think it was the same game. It just support. That's awful. Yeah, because I was looking <laughs> at all the different versions when we were talking about doing this, and I was like... yeah. Oh, it'd be cool to do a Saturn ver- the Saturn version because one, besides the arcade, it's the original, and right. uh, two, we haven't done a Saturn game, so right. Um, yeah, so the developer uh, was Capcom and Probe Entertainment for the PlayStation and PC version, and then um, Capcom and Acclaim Entertainment for the uh, Saturn. So, um, and it was just your basic X Men fighting game. Um, kind of uh, follows the same the same conventional controls as like a Street Fighter type game, just in kind of an X Men version. The plot is the game is loosely based on the Fatal Attraction storyline from um, X Men, and the main main, main antagonist is uh, Magneto. So, if you're familiar yeah. with that, are you familiar with that, Weston? I know you've really been the X Men guy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so. Uh, I've like, yeah, you're right. I am the X-Men guy. I even, <laughs> I went down this rabbit hole recently of watching all the original X-Men's. Oh, nice. Um, on, I don't know, they, they appeared on Amazon Prime or Netflix again, or no, no, the D- Disney Plus. So Disney, on Disney Plus? Yeah, Disney Plus. Oh, uh, you can watch all girlfriend. the original X-Men's. Okay. And yeah, I have I, them I went... actually from when we bought the, the DVDs nice. when we were oh, living really? together back in the day. Yeah, so I watched That's them all, sick. plus all the other movies recently too. That's funny. 
actually. Yeah. This podcast brought to you by Disney Plus. Disney Plus, yeah. <laughs> Disney yeah. Plus, live your fantasy. I don't know. Disney Plus. Uh, okay, never mind. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, um, I'm very much into X-Men. I think that as a complete series, X-Men to me is has, I mean, besides like Spider-Man, obviously me and Mason have always been like insanely big Spider-Man fans. X-Men has like a lot of like storyline uh, characters like as a whole like all the x-men characters really good that's why i was excited to play this game because i like all these these characters um and the storyline is has been in between like mature and still like a good really good cartoon so personally i like it mm-hmm. um this is one that like was definitely in one of the seasons of x-men okay cool the start the, the story arc but obviously playing this game you don't really get that from this game it's just an arcade not game, at all going, no. going through levels I think I think the reaction that Weston just had of excitement is the exact same reaction that they were expecting every kid in 1994, 5, and 6 to have when this came out. And yeah. the reaction that we're all going to have, I assume, in a minute of the deflated balloon effect of this game is the same <laughs> reaction that everybody put into it, other than the arcade version. Because, I See, mean, you go to arcade, you throw in quarters, you have fun, but... yeah. You know. I, I, I agree with you that maybe we felt that way right now, but I would imagine because remember this is in the height of the show, mm-hmm. comics. Like remember, nineties was comic. Like th- obviously, comics have come back, but there was a big law in comics. Nineties was full fledged. Like comics were still very popular, mm-hmm. and so was the cartoon. Like this animated was like the series, yeah, animated That's series. Fair. Like this was the height of of X Men. Yeah. So. Um, even just being able to have these characters that you can play as and just do an arcade game, I I bet when this game came out, even though it's not the best fighting game, so I bet it was received even fairly mm-hmm. well just by like um by by people who are into the characters in the show. Um, I I don't think it's a great fighting game, but um, no. I I'm not gonna lie. I, I, I mean, I you know I always got to play as Wolverine because that's just the homie. But I was so excited as a kid to play any game because there was multiple, obviously X Men games, and I never played yeah. this one particularly, but I played the other ones. And I always picked Wolverine, and I was just so stoked to be playing against all the people that I saw on the show, and like I do their voices and stuff. You know? Oh yeah, and don't get me like I actually I actually liked the gameplay to a certain extent. Um, because I mean, you know, Capcom knows fighting games, like they can do fighting games very well. And, and I, and I enjoyed the combat. Um, I feel like all of the, the heroes and the villains really utilize their powers really well, which I don't think comes across a lot in superhero fighting games. Usually it's just a lot of punching and kicking, and then you have to put in some crazy code to use like any kind of their power. And I don't feel like it was like that with this. Mm -hmm. Um, I just... I was so frustrated with the fact that it was literally just an arcade port to the point where you couldn't even hit a button to go back to the original menu. You had to restart the game to go back to a menu. And, and, and it's just, it's just so dumb. Like, I just, I don't understand how you can't put, you know, two weeks worth of effort into programming a back button i don't even know if it'd take two weeks i don't know it was just <laughs> maybe it's a I'm lot sorry. longer back then i'm not gonna know. go out on a rant right now we'll get into the meat of it yeah <laughs> I'll, okay i'll stop i'll stop freaking out i'm sorry yeah so yeah that was definitely one of the problems let's get into kind of uh overview of the game the there were a total of looks like 11 characters in the game uh which were colossus cyclops iceman psylocke storm wolverine Omega Red, Sentinel, Silver Samurai, Spiral, Magneto, and Juggernaut was an unlockable. 
and then also the twelfth hidden character was a um the was Akuma from Street Fighter. Akuma, yeah. And it was kind of awkward with Akuma, right? So I unlocked him and it was his same exact sprite from Super Street Fighter Turbo incarnation. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it was like awkward because these sprites were really big and beefy and then there's Akuma who's like this little sprite made for Street Fighter trying to fight with <laughs> the thing. So it was kinda yeah. odd. It was kinda funny how that worked. Yeah, that's um, weird. But basically, the modes in this game, there was the arcade mode, there was versus mode, and then there was, like, the, um, the like, group battle mode where you could select from, like, you could pick how many you wanted to do up to, like, five fighters and pick on each side. And then just basically the best of how many ever matches you decide on wins uh, or how many ever fighters you decide on of those matches win the, the game. Mm-hmm. So. And then there was a little bit of just kind of basic select options. You could change all the controls and really customize them out to where you wanted them to be. And that was kind of just the overview of what the game was itself. Um, Now, kind of getting into gameplay, definitely needed a back button. 100% with you on that one, especially (laughs) when I was trying to do that code over and over again (laughs) to get uh, Akuma unlocked. But yeah, yeah, so... um, but as far as the gameplay itself, as far as fighting, how did you feel like, how, was the feel of it good or did you like, um, did, was it kind of have a disconnect there for you, uh, Weston? Um, I didn't hate it, but I didn't think it was special. It has the same system like Street Fighter 2 has. So basically like you can, you have like the X, what is it called in this one? The X power gauge. Uh-huh. And then it'll like as you as you get hits, it'll go up, and then you can use like more special attacks. And then there's like your lower special attacks, and then you have like your your big boy. So, um, like when you get like max level and your gauge is all the way full, so that's it's like your what is, I think it's called your like your X attack or something like that. So I I I don't mind that like that part of it where like if you do do good, you get rewarded, and you can even like you can kind of snowball the fight. And then you can't just continue using like your special powers over and over again without using up your uh, your bar. But uh, I I didn't really see, and obviously like I don't really know, but I didn't really see because in a, in really good fighting games you basically can combo and and like counter time like in time so well where like the other person can't even move. And they're like I think the most max hits I got got on someone was like seven. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. I didn't. I don't. I didn't really love that. But I, I, to me, it was like a, you know, a five out of ten for the the, the battle system. It didn't feel horrible, yeah. but it wasn't like exceptional. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. I completely agree. Yeah. Um. Anything you wanted to add to that, Aaron? Yeah. So, well, first of all, I agree with everything Weston said because it was it the combat was fine, but it like you said, it was not special. I think mm-hmm. the only the only quote unquote special thing about it that stood out to me was that like I because I played I played uh, Psylocke primarily I really I really like her a lot so I played I played her primarily but uh but the thing but but like you know all of those characters really do utilize their powers the problem is is that I have to smash the buttons all to figure out what I'm doing because again it's a direct port from the arcade so when you hit the pause button there is no move menu like there is in literally every single 
fighting game ever since the dawn of time for consoles. There is no move menu. And so I'm just smashing buttons, hoping that I get a combo off. And then I'm like memorizing these moves, trying to figure it out. And it's just, it was just so annoying to try to do that. Like, that's the thing. Because, like, you know, normally you have similar combos. You know, you have, like, your roll backwards, X roll forwards, uh, you know, or your, your um, like, your Z input on the D-pad. Um, and, and, you know, you hit, a, you hit a kick or whatever, and it does something. There's always those kind of generic move combos um, when, it comes to, when it comes to fighting games. But sometimes they just throw you a curveball, and I feel like there was plenty of curveballs in this game, but there was no way to know what the hell you were doing. Coupled with the fact that the super moves, depending on the character, were either kind of underwhelming or outrageously overpowered. Overpowered, yeah. So like, true. Silver yeah. Samurai, I wanted to <laughs> throw my laptop across the flipping room. I was so annoyed. He just, like, shoots lightning over the whole map, and it does half your health. I don't know how to avoid that, you guys. I can't block it. It just is what it is. I hated this game with a fiery passion. I'm actually regretting even saying that I liked the gameplay. I take it back. This, this, this is the worst. This is the worst experience of my life. So just to be clear, Aaron, you didn't like this game. No, it, it was, I'm gonna, that's a, no, nope, nope. Yeah, okay, nope. so who did you play as most? Did you just kind of spread it out or did you play as one person? For- so so I started out as Psylocke. Uh, I played I played her quite a bit, and then um, I I played um, Wolverine because I picked him on accident actually, which it was pretty fun. Uh, Cyclops because I wanted to see what he would do, and it was kind of funny because it's just like mostly punching and kicking, and sometimes he uses his laser beam eyes. And then I played Silver Samurai after I realized how outrageously overpowered he is. Uh, but that was real. That was really it as far as as far as like who I played. Yeah. I yeah I played a lot. Oh, I played as, Iceman too. Yeah, Sorry. I played. I was about to say I played a lot as Iceman, and um, yeah, yeah. I you know I think like this game was it was cool because like it had a it had a um, speed you could change basically. I don't know if it just changed the frame rate or whatever. Yeah. It just made it faster. So I always like the yeah. slow mode was really hard to play, but then you speed it Dude, up. Dude, it was, and it like, was so much more fun because you could get in and out of the action and end fights really quickly. There was no kind of lag with all that, you know? That's so. true. I did like that. Yeah, the slow mode, it, it was literally like watching it in slow motion. Yeah, I don't know why anybody would play weird. on that mode. But no, I don't know either. Like, strange. unless you like, like have vision like problems. Yeah. yeah. Let, let's get to the visual of this game, though. I thought this game, that was the biggest forgiving quality of it, is that it was just visually stunning. You know, those big sprites, you know, fighters and um, really nicely illustrated backgrounds and, you know, just kind of a classic comic book feel. Did you guys feel the same way about that? Yeah, I did actually feel pretty good about how it looked, um, all things considered. I mean, you know, like, you know, we've talked about like the, you know, uh, the time frame of games coming out and how experimental, quote unquote, they got with the 3D graphics and things like that. And this game didn't do that. Um, It is very 2D, cartoony. Um, and I, and I do like that they, mm-hmm. that they stuck with that animation style again, like for an arc, I mean, playing this game in the arcade, I'm sure was great. Yeah. Um, 
on the but just like the console is it just they didn't do anything it, i don't know anyways yeah yeah, yeah that, but yeah, i'm going on a rant again i'm sorry um <laughs> graphics are fine graphics are the graphics are, are decent for for the time frame yeah. and everything how about you weston what's your thoughts on that yeah <clears throat> they do this is i'll say it again they did they instead of trying to go above their brow they just took what they had and they made it really nice and fluid mm-hmm. um, i thought the animations were pretty stinking nice the back mm-hmm. and, and same thing so th- remember this is like in japan this was developed in 1994 right so this is 94 and so instead of trying to make some i mean they did have a couple ones that were like like kind of moving like on a um what was that one like you're in the warehouse yeah or the ship yeah, you're on a ship. So, like, it, they'd move a little bit, but it was pretty still stationary. So it didn't affect the gameplay a lot. It was just, like, a little bit of uh, enough of uh, to, to make you feel like the stage was alive. But uh-huh. it wasn't trying to go, like, just over and, uh, like, and above what, what it needed to, to. And then the gameplay would suffer. Because the animations and the gameplay itself were really fluid. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Absolutely. all the characters, like, looked pretty good. Like, even playing this now, I would go to Ar- Arcade and just be like, and I see this game. And obviously, it was just like a tiny bit um, pixelated for today. But even if it was just like, I don't know, refresh, it, it had a good, st- it has a style, which I like. And it yeah. stuck It stuck to yeah, the style exactly. and it did it well. And instead of putting more and more characters in, because wh- how many, uh, one, two, three, four, five, there's had 12 s- total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's six and six, um, yeah. six X-Men, six villains. I guarantee you if they started putting, you know, 15 uh, X-Men, 15 villains in, it, like the the quality of each character had gone down and every character that i played against or played as it was solid i really yeah. i thought it was nice yeah and i thought the characters were unique in their abilities too you know obviously you have a heavy class then you have a medium class then you have kind of the smaller fast guys like wolverine and things like that but um you know as far as just the the difference you know really highlighting their abilities and their powers you know yeah. i thought i thought that was done really well like storm she obviously had her storm powers and then wolverine his biggest strength was combat with his with the uh with his claws so and then obviously sent sentinel that was a pretty cool addition to the game you know i thought mm-hmm. i thought sentinel was a cool character he and he wasn't so slow that you couldn't play as him but he was also slower than the others but he packed a bigger punch so yeah, same thing with Juggernaut too. The, I mean, he takes yeah. up like like Half three quarters of the screen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it, but I like that. I like those big drawings. They didn't. They didn't. Um, you know, they didn't spare any dime uh, on the on the the art here that went into this game. I thought it was. I thought that was just. It was visually fun, which made the game fun for me. You know, to play. Yeah. No. So, so the only um, stage, I don't know if you guys noticed this, if uh, if you did the aquarium stage and there was like stingrays floating on the ground, they, they would just like go through the characters and like cut in half. So, um, I mean, they were, tr- they were still trying stuff, right? They were trying to be cool, but it, 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 it looked really funny if you, I don't know if you remember like playing that stage, but yeah, um, I'm just like looking that. at it. Yeah. Here is like, like the, the like as this, much of this the, game as possible. <laughs> <laughs> the stingers would like just go through the characters, so they. I mean, they were still trying stuff. It wasn't perfect, but the the focus was each uh, character and their animations, and pretty much they did them all correct. Yeah, yeah, and I liked the stages too because there was a stage per character, as they do in these games. You know, each right. like Psylocke had the Moon Knight stage, Iceman, Ice on the Beach. You know, all those kind of things, and um, I thought it was cool because they made them feel like a three D 
feel just obviously it's just a 2d stage but the way they drew it really drew you in as a character you didn't feel like you were fighting in front of a picture you really felt like you were fighting in that stage yeah it had depth yeah so Mm -hmm. definitely definitely hats off to the art in this game and i thought the characters were balanced pretty well as you said probably um (laughs) silver samurai was really probably the beefiest one because he was fast and he packed a hard punch you know so um yeah but but probably that was probably the one who was really kind of out of the balance um that could you could probably beat or you could lose to pretty easily i i didn't play this game enough to really find like the epic balance in it but i guarantee you there was there's like stupidly especially at like a high level would be dumb overly powered characters and they'd be dumb weak ones because they 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 tested it probably with a small team back in the day and then they released it and there's no like updates online so, like, all the games nowadays still have OP characters and characters that are bad, but they are constantly updated. So, imagine this. Like, a bunch of guys programmed it, and they're like, yeah, this seems good. My, my favorite character has a really powerful move, or I designed this guy, and he's a little bit more powerful. But whatever. Like, no one really cares. Yeah. So, but, I mean, the balance on, the like, these older games are just not going to be they're not gonna be perfect yeah well and and you gotta and like the thing too like in these arcade games i mean you know you're you're probably gonna pick if you're like a 12 year old boy who's going to the arcade to play x-men which is essentially the demographic that they're aiming for you're gonna play your favorite x-men more than likely so you're gonna pick like wolverine or something and then you're gonna be excited to fight all the bad guys and so the bad guys have to be way stronger than the good guys because they have to soak your quarters (laughs) so that's that's the thing like it's it's just it's just a yeah, it's just a money making scheme. It's not a conspiracy. This is literally how they made the games back in the day. You don't you don't understand how why how why arcade games are so much more difficult than playing video games nowadays. It's because they just wanted to soak your quarters like that's all it was. And so that's you know, that's absolutely why there's imbalances in the in the um difficulty levels in some of these characters. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. Yeah. I hope so because it's a fact. Uh. <laughs> Facts, yeah. Yeah, so um, kind of the last point uh, we hit usually is sound. The sound didn't stand out to me. There was nothing about it. The The sound effects were good as far as fighting and stuff, but it wasn't like the soundtrack was like anything above and beyond kind of how I felt, how yeah. we felt about other games, you know? So Yeah. Aaron, you want to go first? Uh, no, I have no comment on the sound. It was trash, and I don't even remember it, to be honest <laughs> with you. Okay, so for me, um, I'm you know I'm I'm huge on sound and soundtracks and sound effects. So I agree with you, Mason. I don't think it's anything to write home about. It wasn't absolutely awful, except the problem with these games that they had, at least for me, is like uh, I'm trying to think what Wolverine kept on saying. Like I do one of his moves, and he would always just yell it. And after I I heard it like like a hundred <laughs> times, it, I'm just like, dude, shut up. Like, yeah, please. You know, just I, I need I need you to say just something different or just you know just have a hit sound. But all right. Anyway, so this game I think one really good point about it is this is considered the first installment in the Marvel versus series of anything. So uh, yeah, the, you know it what it's grown into has been basically kind of stopping it. Marvel versus Capcom three, you know, has been really good of what it's what it's uh, what it's made to this point you know and even marvel versus capcom infinite um you know it was good it just didn't get as high ratings as the other games and then two is obviously like the best game ever the best fight one of the best fighting games ever so anyway right 
Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, so replayability for this, for me, like, you know, I, I'm not going to pick it up again. You know, I'm I'm putting this one away. I'd rather play Marvel vs. Capcom 2 if I had the choice. So, Yeah, yeah. same. I'm not putting this away. I am setting it on fire and <laughs> forgetting that it exists. I'm going to drink so much tonight that I forgot that this game even existed. I'm not going to listen there to the podcast is. when it comes out next there week. There he is. Not doing it. <laughs> this game never happened. I never experienced this. I'm actually literally remembering things as we're talking about it that I didn't like about the game because I tried to block it out. You Anyways. Know, I wonder if <laughs> there's never... a back button on the PlayStation version. I wonder if that, that, that was I doubt thing. it. Okay, so this is one thing that I want to say before we wrap up, because I know I've been talking a lot about this game and how much I hate it, but I will say, okay, I I looked at the reviews for this game really quickly. When it came out in the arcade, it got decent reviews. It was four out of five, right? Roughly. When it came out on Sega Saturn, it was about the same, like 90% or so. And then as it just progressively got older and they kept re-releasing it, trying Mm -hmm. to soak it for all it was worth, it just kept getting worse and worse reviews because all they did was just take this game and port it and port it and port it and it didn't, didn't they anything. didn't improve on it. They didn't yeah. add anything to it. Like a lot of the time when you port a game, you add something to it. Yeah. They didn't do that with it. It started to show its age. And I think people just got annoyed with the fact that they just kept trying to soak it. Yeah. And and then it died, you know, and, and it turned, I mean, obviously it turned into Capcom versus, uh, versus Marvel. But it, it just, it just, this just was not, this was a cash cow in my opinion, and they just try to soak it for all it's worth. End of friend. Okay. <laughs> I feel like Aaron should go first on the rating because we already know where he's at. Zero. <laughs> Zero. Okay. All right. <laughs> no. No, I okay, so well what are we using to rate this? Oh man, I don't even know. Like the like the X the little X symbol, I guess. Alright. Yeah. We'll you we'll use we'll use wheelchair wheels. Uh, made of X's. All right. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. This is I'm going to give it a one and I will give it a one because oh I did like the art and I liked that they use their powers a fair amount and everything else about the game is awful. <laughs> okay. End of review. All right. Uh, Weston, go ahead. Oh, uh, you got to go because I, I already okay. know where I already five. know where this is going. It's a five right down the middle for me. There was things I didn't like the back button was a big thing that I didn't like, um, in the menus. Uh, but most of all, like I had fun with it and it was visually good. And that's what I really always like about a game is like, Oh, it's shiny. Ha ha. <laughs> but, but, and then also the characters were balanced pretty well. So that's what I look for in a fighting game as well. So. Okay, cool. So maybe we were closer than I thought. Uh, I feel like this is going to be a pattern. Aaron's going to be the hardest critic on the show. That's I'm right. probably I'm probably going to be the one in between. And normally, like what I I've like seen, things more. Yeah, well, this is just this <laughs> I'm is, very hard to please. Yeah, yeah, and I I I feel like I am definitely more than Mason because this is our life in general. We'd go see a movie as kids. Yeah, and Mason's like, "This movie was the best ever," and I'm like, it. "Uh, it was like, a, this was movie. good about no, no I, I'd be like, this is good. The th- things that are good about it, I don't like this. Like, I'm kind of in the middle. And then Aaron's like, that was the worst movie I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. <laughs> you so. know what the funny thing is though is that we we do that, but then we'll be opposite 
in on stuff. Like, I remember going to see Watchmen, and, like, I'll sit and watch, like, the four and a half hour or however long it is director's cut of The Watchmen because it's so amazing. And then and then Mason's just like, there's blue penises. I can't watch this. It's awful. <laughs> yeah. No, I just didn't like the movie. It just wasn't intriguing to me. I mean, See? There you go. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So we're just into different stuff, I guess. <laughs> and, and, and we're... <laughs> Really, the blue and where, where does uh, Weston stand in it? L- less, less than Aaron, more than Mason. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, but yeah, Lord. for me. I, by the way, I'm I'm a I'm a five out of ten. Um, okay. I I could totally. By the way, I could totally see this game on the arcade '94 being an eight or a nine, and then oh, yeah. on, on on Sega Saturn being a seven, and then being on PlayStation or now being a five. Like I, to me, it, it did definitely progressively got worse, but. Um, Man, on arcade, this would have been completely fine. It's just like porting it and doing it the way they did it. It just was like, okay, well, this is you're right. Aaron, yeah. Aaron is right. Like they, they didn't improve. It's not like they they because now they'll do that, right? They'll they'll port a game and they're like, oh, this port, our Xbox, you know, one uh, version of this game has extra characters and has this mode and has this, and you're like, oh, cool, like yeah. something more. And then and even if it's similar or for the most part similar, they add something. This one, they're like. Uh, we need some more Benjamin Franklins. Let us let's port it to the PlayStation. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's like you know, and I mean, and I'm not trying to like tote Stadia right now, but the, like they've been <laughs> doing that. Like I really, I know, I know, I know, I know. I bring everything back to this, but for real, like they <coughs> do that for all these by games. This this uh, announcement brought to you by Google Stadia, but like like. You know, people were like whining about like the price, the games like being full price and everything. But like Assassin's Creed Odyssey came with half the DLC that it launched with, or, or that was in like the season pass that just came with it. So you know things like that. Like you know when you port a game, put extra stuff into it, make it prettier, make it a little bit different, make it nicer, so that when you charge for it, people aren't uh was skeptical about it i guess and you're right you know it, it's you're absolutely right they do that more and more nowadays and they they should have done it back then they should have been smart enough and they weren't yeah and now this game's not a classic and you know i think availability at the time like not everybody had a sega saturn so they're like oh we'll right. put this on playstation it'll have a whole nother right uh realm of fans and you know its legs will grow again and walk away for us with the cash you know so yeah, exactly. Anyway, all right. Well, I've had enough of this game, so yeah, I think I think we're good. And um, yeah, just Marvel versus Capcom was you know was where it was at. You know, as far as they perfected it with Marvel versus Capcom too. Hope to play that. One yeah, day. yeah, absolutely. Cool. All right. Well, uh, moving on. We, uh, Aaron, you sent us a little link that there's apparently a big Sega announcement that's being teased that will rile up the video game in- industry. So yeah, yeah, I was I was really excited about it. it came from uh, I think a Japanese source, okay. um, and it's like it, it was weird because it's like it might be a Sega announcement. Like it, every source that I found for it said something slightly different because it was like this YouTube guy talking about Sega, talking about that there might be some really huge game changing announcement by Sega next week with all, you know, cause we're not doing E3 and things like that. Yeah. BlizzCon just got canceled as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, we're not really doing it. So they're like just teasing out all of these things. And so now I'm just like, well, is this real life? Is this fantasy? Um, you know, are, is, is Sega going to be launching a new console or maybe even a handheld or just like a, tr- like a big, you know, trio of, of games or something like that? Like what is going to happen? Yeah. So I'm personally excited to see what happens next yeah, week. Yeah. The only thing I could see that would be really beneficial for them maybe 
is like a games like retro streaming service for ev- their whole library you know from everything from dreamcast to this mm-hmm. but i don't know how licenses would work but you know it says that will rile up the video game industry i can't see getting way too excited about sega but maybe they'll blow me away no nah, i mean the only thing if that, it was like a it, dreamcast like they did like with the genesis that was just loaded with a ton of games I'd right like, yeah all right that'd be cool <laughs> and that's exactly what i was gonna say like if they took if they took like uh you know like a, just a big raspberry emulator and filled it with all of the sega games that they still have license to um that would be pretty fun that would be cool and i mean it's it'd probably be like 150 bucks or something like that but it would sell out. I mean, like the Super Nintendo Classic, they're like yeah. two hundred and fifty bucks oh, yeah. right now on eBay. It's bananas, and, and I mean stuff like that, like like those big collections that you can play on your TV. They're really cool, um, and if they optimized it well, it'd be awesome. But that's yeah, like you said, like f- apart from like a fully fledged new console, which seems far fetched, very unlikely, or, or yeah, very unlikely, or a streaming service, which feels more likely, but still kind of i don't know i like i just don't know what's gonna happen and it's very intriguing to me (laughs) yeah for sure so uh, we'll keep we'll keep updated on this one for sure as if we hear maybe hopefully if it comes out by next week we can have a good talk about whatever it is so man it's so funny because the way you know just using that that you know that language we're gonna rile up the video i mean you think that it's gonna be groundbreaking but i'm gonna bet that it's gonna be something that's cool but you know groundbreaking or just totally yeah. mind I, I don't see sega even having enough pull and resources to do something like that like that what yeah. in my mind what's groundbreaking but you know we'll right. see. if it is well, it- that's awesome yeah, and the, and the one the one key note in that in that article or well well I mean the just in general is that it is Sega's 60th anniversary. So that was kind of like the the big thing, like they're doing something really big for the anniversary of the company. So I don't know, we'll see what happens. Maybe nothing will happen. Wait, Maybe wait. they'll just go bankrupt. Like I don't know. I don't know what, what's gonna happen. We'll see. What if what if it's at, like you know how they have Peloton for like bike users who like ride their like ride their bike at home. What if it's a treadmill? But you that put was a, the you, most rich white person thing you, I have ever heard anybody say. You, you know how you put, they, they put had a Peloton, helmet on like those thirty five hundred dollar bicycles? Is that expensive? <laughs> get, get out! Get out of it! I'm done! I'm done here, dude. Oh, it's man. so it's so reasonably priced. Said no one ever. Yeah, man. Weston's got his monocle over there on right now. Get out of here. No, but, but just imagine, like, what if, if it was like a suit you put on and you started running with Sonic, and it's like this new fitness thing, dude? Because imagine. Imagine rich white people would pay for that stuff. <laughs> I would pay for that. I mean, I would pay for like Sonic VR. That would be pretty sick, actually. You'd probably die. Uh, uh, I yeah, say, I mean, I you would, would you would, would vomit and die, but you know, it's be fun. <laughs> oh, okay. it's a yeah. fun way to die. Cool. Well, anyway, um, I think uh, I think it's time to decide on what we're gonna play next week. And I've got kind of a couple of uh, suggestions. If you guys have anything to throw at it. I just I, as long as it's a good game, that's all uh, I yeah. care about. Pe- Peloton, we're all gonna buy Pelotons and ride them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's our retro that's, that's, video game. That's the new. That's the new game. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, okay, so <laughs> this podcast uh, brought to you by Peloton. We had talked Peloton, about get fit in the COVID crisis. I don't know. That's all I could come up. With. We had talked about doing um, Gran Turismo. We haven't done a racing game in a while, or we could mm. bring it back and do like uh, like a Mario Kart or something like that, you know. So, 
Um, I'd be down for Gran Turismo. That would be fun. Okay. Um, that or like, uh, well, no, I was going to say um, Burnout, but I think that's a little bit too new. Yeah, it's like PS2. Uh, it is PS2 GameCube, game, yeah. GameCube. Ooh, yeah. yeah. But, but it was um, a good game. I was just thinking it might be a little bit too new, yeah. Or F-Zero. Those games were super oh, fun. Oh, yeah, let's do that. that I've never cool. played F-Zero, so I'm down. Really? Oh, man. Dude, okay, so because we, we were talking about it. I think it was last week we were talking about F-Zero. It was one of the quiz questions. And it just it just brought me back to being when, – whenever we would go grocery shopping, my mom would go to BJ's to go grocery shopping. And they had, like, the video game section. And I would mm-hmm. always just stand there and play – f-zero on the on the n64 demo for like an hour and a half or two hours or whatever while she grocery shopped the whole time oh, nice. and she just come and get me while she was done it was amazing that's probably on the the snes classic too isn't it well it just depends on what version we play because there's like i mean there there is the, the, the super, super nintendo, nintendo one yeah okay because yeah, we've been I doing like think... some, some of the newer console games recently I, yeah. say, I don't know if i can take another n64 game because yeah our last one just hurt me yeah, no, let's do F Zero on Super Nintendo. Yeah. Right. Also, I'm pretty sure F Zero on the on the N sixty four was rated as one of the most difficult video games of all time. Wow. Um, little fun so, fact for you, but crazy. I don't know. I as I just like read an article at one point. I think it was on there. But yeah, I think I have. I think I actually do have it for Super Nintendo. So let's play it. Let's cool. Do it. All right. Done. Well, boys, it's that time again. It's our Woo-hoo. trivia time. Let's do this, baby. Dun, dun. I'm not going <laughs> to so, see my law and order doing that. <laughs> this week, I have uh, we've pitted Weston and Aaron against each other um, since I won last week. And I, in true fashion to the game we played this week, I have adapted these questions all from Marvel vs. Capcom series. So, all right. All right. All right. <laughs> yep. So, this will be fun. Let's uh let's cue the music and do you guys have any statements you'd like to say before we get started or anything anything uh, um, pressing there? <laughs> I might not be a smart man. <laughs> I might not be a good man, but I am a handsome man <laughs> and I will take care of you. All right. <laughs> like are you going to take you're taking care of me like by by losing or you look you can interpret any of that any way you want i don't really care oh man that's okay. my speech it's my well, generic speech he's, he's he's definitely the most handsome of all of us so i think that i'm gonna win because i have more intellect so let's go yes that's true let's it, go. If, if if we're measuring handsomeness on mustache length then yes i am the handsomest you you are so far handsomer than me by mustache length it's not even funny <laughs> I can almost, I can almost reach it. I can reach it up to my cheekbones now. It's pretty dope. Yeah. What a refined gentleman! All right, cool. I am very. All right, so question one. Here we go. Are you ready? Okay. Put your thinking yep. cap on. Ready? All right. How many characters are in Marvel vs. Capcom two? A, twenty. B, thirty-two. C, fifty-six. D, fifty-eight. Ding. Ding. Weston. 32. That is false. Aaron. Uh, I believe it was 20. That is false. Really? Yeah, it's definitely more. 56. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah, there are a lot. smokes, dude. I, That's bonkers. Yeah. I forever. Yeah. I knew it was. I, I knew it was more than twenty, but I was like, oh, uh, okay. I was a dead guess, but I, you know, I'm, I'm aggressive. We're going for it. Let's do it. Yeah. Be okay. Aggressive. So. Be, be aggressive. <laughs> Nick's that question. All right. So, (laughs) question two. 
how many games are in the Marvel vs. Capcom series? Not ports, not um, like like Marvel vs. Capcom 3 had the ultimate version. Not those. Just how many core games are in this series? Well, there's at least three. <laughs> A, three. <laughs> B, two. C, five. Or D, four. Ding. Aaron. I'm going to go with four. That is false. Ah! Um... Uh, let's go five. That is correct. Ding, ding, ding. Yes! Mm. All right, mm. so Marvel vs. Capcom Clash of Superheroes, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, New Age of Heroes, Marvel vs. Capcom 3, Fate of Two Worlds, Marvel vs. Capcom Origins, and Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Yes. All I'm right. on the board, boys. All right. <laughs> okay, so now... Question number three. Who are the four gods in Marvel vs. Capcom 2? Oh, my God. A, Sentinel, so Storm, Magneto, Cable. B, Thanos, Shumagorath, Blackheart, and Spiral. C, Magneto, M. Bison, Shumagorath, and Thanos. Or D, Shumagorath, Anacharis, Blackheart, and Spiral. Dang. Weston. Uh, the last one, D. False. It is not Shumagorath, Anacharis, Blackheart, or Spiral. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with C. That is false. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so, you can't base the entire quiz on one game. It's not well, based he, on he one. Did. All right, all right. And we are losing badly. Dude, I... I barely played this i'm just guessing it's cool it's cool, it's cool. yeah so going. the answer was a sentinel storm magneto and cable but is sentinel a, a god yeah well, or, I, ma- or in cable? this game in the story like the botched story of this game apparently they were so all right that's psychotic but all right. hey, hey hey guess what i'm a god see i'm i said it it's- <laughs> look if somebody asks if you're a god you say yes and then you are. Like, <laughs> you don't have to do anything. You don't have to have powers. Just like, yep, he said it. Ghostbusters. All right, oh, so curtain standings. We are That's one fine. to nothing. Weston is winning. <laughs> well, Ghostbusters for you. Nobody got it. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. All right, so uh, question number four. Who is the final boss in Marvel Super Heroes versus Street Fighter? Onslaught, Ap- Apocalypse, dang. Thanos, Galactus. Hey, Aaron. I, Sorry. Dang. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um... Uh, Thanos. That is false. Wait, no, no, no. Hold on. No, you already, you already said it. it. I already said it. I already said. It. I, I, I know. I know. I know. I, I, I messed it up. Okay, can I have the, can I have the, um? Okay, so it was onslaught, apocalypse, or Galactus. Galactus. That is false. It was apocalypse. <laughs> no. You know what? You know what the thing is too is I was gonna say apocalypse. I'm gonna like wait. No, that's DC. But that's uh, Doomsday is DC, and then I was yeah. thinking it was Gal- I was gonna say Galactus, and then my uh, mental <laughs> capacities failed me, and I said Thanos. So that's what happened. All right, so <laughs> it is one to nothing. <laughs> Weston's winning on wow, question this number is a, five. This is a hard one. <laughs> okay, so number five, who is the Japan <laughs> exclusive character <laughs> in Marvel vs. Street Fighter? Who is the Japan exclusive character in Marvel vs. Street Fighter? A. Akuma, B. Silver Surfer, C. Norimaru, or D. Saki. 
Uh, ding. Aaron. Norimaru. That is correct. Ding, ding, ding. Hey! <laughs> I just picked the Japanese I was about to say, you just picked the Japanese one. <laughs> that's all I did. I was like, sake, that's just oh, a man. drink. All right. It sounds good right now. Some sake, though, for real. Mm. <laughs> okay, so it's I went one. to the liquor store the other day, and they had cucumber and grapefruit-flavored sake. Anyways, please. That sounds delicious. <laughs> okay. I know. So, okay, question number six. Uh, okay, so... Abyss, the boss from Marvel vs. Capcom 2, is from A. Marvel, B. Capcom, C. Amalagam, sorry, or D. Original to the game. Abyss in Ding. Marvel vs. Capcom is from Ding. Aaron. Original to the game. That's correct. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Ah, oh, nice. All right. <clears throat> Okie dokie. So, Did you make up C? Because you couldn't pronounce it yourself if you made it up. I was curious. No, I didn't make this. I didn't make that that question up. I, I, uh, I found it on Wikipedia. But oh, okay, okay. Anyway, okay. So I wasn't sure what C was. Next. Okay, two, two to one. Aaron's winning. Okay. Okay. Right. Question number seven: How many characters are playable in Marvel vs. Capcom Clash of Superheroes? This would be Is the, that first, the first game. Yeah, the first okay. game. So. A twenty, B ten, C sixteen, or D twelve. Ding, Aaron. Twenty. That is correct. Ding ding ding. Yes. Nice. All right. Don't call it a comeback, baby. <laughs> so you're three to one, right? Three to one. And we yeah. got uh, four questions left, including the bonus question. What? You have four questions left? Yeah, including the bonus questions. Number eight. How many? Qu- Eleven how, questions how- total. Holy crap. I thought we were, like, done. All right, let's go. We're almost there. Almost there. I don't know. We got a lot wrong. I just couldn't remember. All right. Let's keep going. Okay, so number eight. (laughs) Which version of Spider-Man is a hidden character in the first Marvel, uh, or no, Marvel Superheroes versus Street Fighter? Which Spider-Man is a hidden character in Marvel versus uh, uh, Street Fighter? A, Symbiote Spider-Man. B, Spider-Man 2099. C, Scarlet spider or D armored Spider-Man. Um, Ding. Aaron. Armored Spider-Man. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I would have never picked it. So good for you. Oh my god. <laughs> I am straight up guessing. By the way, <laughs> just so we are clear. <laughs> I was about to say. I was like, I would have never guessed that. I, this is a guess for me, obviously too. And I'm just like, uh, I don't know. I was see. My plan was for these last couple questions is have you guess, get one wrong, yeah, so I can narrow no, the I, playing field, and I'm somehow aware. you've gotten the last three. I, right. I know, I know. I'm like, I'm just sitting here, like thinking to myself, like, what seems to be like the maybe the most logical one. I don't know. Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. So question number so, nine. And it's Aaron, four, it's wait, wait, it's, it's four to one. So if I don't get these last three right, then it's over. Yeah, it's yeah. Over. Okay, so, so I have to get this one right. You have to get these three right, and then Mason has to come up with the twelfth question. Yeah. I'll no, well, well, the last one's worth two because it's bonus. That's no, that's not how it works. But let's keep going. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So okay, so <laughs> question number nine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in Marvel versus Capcom, the original, they had assist characters. Who is not an assist character in this game? A. Magneto from X-Men. B. Tron Bone from Mega Man Legends. C. Sentinel from X-Men. Or D. Lou from Midnight Wonders. 
Ding. D. That's it. <laughs> Can you repeat the everything you just said, please? Okay. So it, they had assist characters in the original Marvel vs. Capcom. <clears throat> Who is not an assist character? Magneto okay. from X-Men. Tron Bond from X-Men or Mega Man Legends. Sentinel from X-Men. Uh, the Mega Man one. That's correct. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Because it was just Marvel and the Street Fighter players in the original one, right? I think Mega Man was in it. Oh, was he? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, never mind then. Okay. I was just assuming. Okay. Last two questions. Okay, so uh, the character Shumagorath is from which comic book series? A, Ghost Rider. B, Doctor Strange. C, Ghosts and Goblins. Or D, it was an original character to Marvel vs. Capcom. Uh, guess, uh, okay. Dang. Uh, oh well, you know what? Wesson said. Uh, I guess that counts as a ding. <laughs> no, go ahead, man. All right, go ahead. I was man. gonna guess D, D original character. False. Okay. Uh, ding B. Doctor Strange. That's correct. Ding ding. Yes. Ding. <laughs> I'm gonna Google something really quick. Cause I'm kind of this is gonna bother me if I don't. It's not want? pertinent to this. Okay. All right. So the final question. Oh, that's what I was thinking. Okay, sorry. In Marvel vs. Capcom 3 Ultimate, this so this was the re-release of Marvel vs. Capcom 3 with extra characters, which character is uh, is one of the four added characters to the game in that particular release? A, Nova. B, Dr. Octopus. C, Mega Man X. Or D, Blanca. Can you, can you repeat the question? Okay, so in Marvel vs. Capcom Ultimate, or Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, which is the re-release of the game, like it came out a couple years after, which <laughs> is one of the four characters added in that time? A, oh, okay. Nova, B, Dr. Octopus, C, Mega Man X, or D, Blanca? Uh, Dang. Aaron. Dr. Octopus. Blast. Um, just for all the marbles. Mm. Okay, so, so what was the other three? Give me, give me that one. A Nova, C Mega Man X, or D Blanca. Got to Google it really quick. Uh, D Blanca. That is incorrect. It was A Nova from Marvel. Oh, I. By the way, I never would have guessed Nova. I would have either guessed um, Mega Man X was my next guess. So yeah, yeah, Zero was in the game, but Mega Man didn't make an appearance. I figured Blanca would have been a base character. Uh, yeah, no, he wasn't even in the game. Yep. Really? Oh, oh wow, that's GG, Aaron. You, you took me because we had these crazy stinking questions. <laughs> Okay, so when you said, like, what did you say? Shema Gorath or whatever Sh that was? Shumagorath, yeah. Shumagorath. Okay, so in my brain, I autom automatically went to Sheogorath, oh. which is, one of, which is like, the, the Daedric Prince of Chaos and Madness from uh, Elder Scrolls. Uh, uh, I know, like, Elder Scrolls gotcha. Oblivion has, like, a whole uh, expansion pack uh, uh, dedicated to him. So that's where my mind went. I was like, that sounds really familiar. I was just curious. I, I couldn't, well, yeah. So I just I had to Google this. Shuma Gorath, he's in the multiverse. That's why. Yeah, but he originated with Doctor Strange. So. No, I knew. I but um, doesn't Doctor Strange go to the the other verse though? Yeah, like the other world. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so he's yeah, like yeah. that big green alien guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, exactly. It's like an old god looking kind of thing. Exactly. Okay, yeah. cool. 
So that was that was an educated guess, by the way. But the rest of them, I literally, I'm (laughs) that was that was a slightly like I think I know this one, but all the other ones were like you guys would have played these games more than I did. So sorry about that. This is me cradling the hand of fate so hard just <laughs> hoping that i got something right that was Dude, all good for you. i was surprised you picked the armored spider-man i was like what because symbiote and scarlet spider were the more popular ones but in that game for oh, really? the reason they had uh armored spider-man so i just figured it'd be the easiest to animate of all of them yeah it's true they just changes colors <laughs> yeah yeah all right well i think that's it guys I think I'm done. So next week, F zero. <laughs> it's like I'm tired of dealing with you guys. <laughs> and our standings now, we've all won one. So no, nice. Ooh, okay. That's actually pretty yeah. good. Yeah. So I, it's it's uh, we've all won one, and I think we've all lost one, haven't we? Because I, I mean, lost. That would to, make sense. I lost to Weston. You lost to me. I, I, I lost today. In yeah. Larry. If we so, all won, we would so all, all had to lose one because that's how math. <laughs> because you know, thirty-three point three is hundred <laughs> percent. Three wins. We played three times. Okay, yep. We are all one and one right now. I just got my calculator, and it checks out. (laughs) Okay. All right, guys. Well, until next week, we'll see you guys. Uh, We're playing F-Zero for the Super Nintendo. So uh, until next time, play along. Until next time, we'll see you next time. All right. (laughs) You can edit that out. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye. If you'd like to send us a message, you can email us at kitgpodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at kitgpodcast on Twitter. 